the real ghost there? You're right, Ed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why? Why? I'm just asking. Being a pal. We're on a walk. We've been quiet for ages. I thought I'd say if you're alright. Am I alright? Am I alright? Yes. Good. Several yet to think, but good. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to lie to you. Are you alright? Uh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I'm not going to dig into that. We're heading towards Wimbly Wombly Farm. Okay, that's why you said put the wellies on. Okay. Okay. No. Next question. <laughs> that's a shame because they're really hurting. I thought that was why. I thought we were going to Muddy Farm. No. That's why I put them on. Now you've hit the nail on the head as to why I asked you to put wellies on. Oh, because they're really My uncomfortable and no one talks about it. Yeah. And now, this is what this... Um, do we call it a podcast? What is it? Like an info cast? Yeah, a, I suppose uh, it's for um, the council, is it for... Um, a council infocast, yes. A, a, a council infocast, I think, is the official title. About yeah. wellies or Wellington boots. Um, yeah, we are heading towards Wimbley Wimbley Farm to meet Anna Thomas. Great. Have you watched any good um, telly recently? Have you listened to any good... Oh, yeah, I uh, caught up on Coronation Road last night. Nice! I haven't watched it in a couple of Have weeks. Have you? No, 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 I've been busy, I've been busy. The last thing that happened was... Um, Oh, Russ Kemp. Russ Kemp was like, "You ain't, you're never, you ain't never gonna kill me, boys. Yeah, you ain't never gonna kill me, boys." Yeah, it was a good at that. Yeah, long and just that, but it was good. Yeah, it was weirdly like extended two-hour episode, wasn't it? Really strange. Yeah, two hours of you ain't never gonna get me, boys. Yeah, it was like a full monologue from him, from his character, wasn't it? Yeah. Weird choice, but I liked it. Yeah, I like the actors who, both the actors who play him, Ross Kemp and. Oh yeah, it's twins, Nahum. isn't it? Phil, Grant, Phil Grant, Grant Mitchell, and Phil Mitchell, the the the, the triplets, one who married off, who play Ross Kemp. Yeah. Well, you need to catch up because then we can talk about it. Oh, Kath, here's a question: Have you had any nightmares this week? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, I've one where. I had to do a maths class, which is a nightmare in itself. But then I got there and they were like, you're in the wrong uniform. You're going to have to do it in your underwear. And I was like, oh no. (laughs) So it's just a double nightmare of having to do maths and also in my underwear. It was like, you know, when you're little and you do um, PE in your knickers. It was that, but with maths. I love that even in your nightmares, you're you're not naked. Never fully naked. Never knowingly naked. <laughs> Never the, knowingly uh, what's naked. Called? <laughs> what's it called? The, the John Lewis, yeah, yeah. John Lewis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catholics, yeah, yeah, the, the brilliant Christmas. <laughs> even, even, yeah. even in your nightmares, like the worst thing you can think of is underpants. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad, and I was doing maths. It's awful, yeah. Have you had any nightmares? Um. Uh. Yes. Yes. I did some filming recently that's not the nightmare that was lovely but that sounds great yeah the makeup lady i love a makeup lady that generally my favorite part is where you sit down and they brush your face for a bit i find it very relaxing like a cat um again that's not the nightmare the nightmare is she did nothing to me because the character needed to look tired and disheveled (laughs) (laughs) genuinely didn't do a thing oh dear so I sat down in the chair and she was like, yep, yeah, that looks great. <laughs> no, you know what? That's a compliment. 
in it because you know no it's not go on <laughs> it's not yeah it's not <laughs> i yeah. didn't i didn't turn up in character i turned up as myself it's not like oh wow fucking what's his name from <laughs> there will be blood that one actor the one the one real actor the one the one actor that uh daniel day no, you can say Phil Grant. Phil Grant, yeah. There's two actors, Phil Grant and yeah. Daniel Day Lewis. Anyway, yeah, that's my that's my nightmare is. I I was already looking like a gambling addict. Straight out the gate. That's rough. Is that is that Anna Thomas? Anna. Hi Anna. Are you right? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Really good, thank you. It's nice to get out on the countryside, isn't it? It is, yeah. A bit muddy, bit muddy, but enjoyable. Got me wellies on. Oh, sorted. Lovely wellies, by the way. Lovely. Thank Aww. you. Thank you. Someone said it, Ed. Thank you, Anna. What do you think about my flip-flops? Um, they're lovely. You don't you don't often see fluffy flip-flops, um, but yet lovely. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's for my uh, plantar fasciitis, so gotta wear them yeah. all the time but thank you very much come rain or shine he's in those fluffy flip-flops i love you i love your bare feet anna i think it's there i just lovely. i like it when i can just hold the soil between my toes you know and just grip onto <laughs> the floor really no one there yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. nice to have a grip on it yeah yeah that's uh, that's but how conor mcgregor you. used to fight isn't it he likes he liked to be grounded and i'm yeah. always yeah. ready to fight yeah. That's yeah. another reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> we've, heard, we've heard from you that you've got a story about this farm. Wimbley Wombly? Am I pre- yeah, that, right? that is right. Wimbley Wombly Farm. Um, it's a story that's been passed through the generations. Um, and I just think it's important you know about it. I'm surprised more people don't know about it, to be honest. Which generations was it passed then? At least one. I'm working out the dates in my head. Right. It might be less than one. Point five <laughs> generation. First generation. This yeah. is the first generation. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's all coming out now. Yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> well, we've got some questions before uh, before we hear your one generation story. <laughs> 0.5 generation story about Wimbley Wombly Farm. Uh do you mind? Do you mind if we? I've never asked this before. Do you mind if we ask you some questions? Um, I, I prefer if you didn't. No, no, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's great. That's why we don't ask. Okay, <laughs> yeah. right. That's why we've never asked. That's right. <laughs> okay, well, this was nice. No. Uh, <laughs> well, my first question: if you change your mind and you do want to answer it, yeah, feel free to. But I, I will still be asking the questions, but you don't have to answer. Um, since you came here from Preston this morning, have you have you done any sightseeing at all? Um, not really. I've sort of just been, just sort of concentrating and looking down. And so yes, sightseeing mm. the floor. Um, but just making sure I don't walk through any right, more right, glass right, right. and bits like that. Um, yes, of course. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I've been listening and it's been all right. It's spooked some. Oh, great. great. But yeah. La- uh, sound sound seeing. Yeah, sound and basically, um, and just taking in yeah. lots of eagles. Um. Wouldn't mm-hmm. expect that because we're in the countryside <laughs> right now, but yeah, plenty of them. And they do come from the sea as well, they're not. Yeah, yeah. They, they they come inland from Spooktown for some reason. Don't know why. It's kind of weird, but uh, yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, my second question is, what is the spookiest thing that's ever happened to you? 
So, I wasn't conscious for it, right? Which I think makes it a bit spookier. But I used to sleepwalk when I was younger. Okay. And, like, sometimes it was, like, fun stuff. So I used to sing, like, the neighbour's theme tune. Like, but another time, like, genuinely true. Like, used to sing that to myself. But then another time, which terrifies me, apparently once I sleptwalked downstairs into the living room in the pitch black, screamed... And then took myself up back to bed. And isn't that horrifying? Because why did I scream? Oh my God. I remember yeah, none of that. That is very scary. Did it? Was someone just sort of stood there going, morning. And then you just yelled and then went back upstairs. Like, how do you know that you did that? Like, did someone tell you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was when I was a child. My mum and that told me. Um, but like, oh, I think they were upstairs. But horrifying for them if they were downstairs, and I came. Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the? Yeah. Couple of friends around a bottle of wine. <laughs> Their daughter comes down. Ah, good night. <laughs> Sorry, it's just that thing. Back to bed. <laughs> you haven't met Anna, have you? That's um, yeah, that's our daughter. She's she's okay. She's okay. And they scuttle back up on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepwalking is terrifying because you completely. And it's not in your control, and that is terrifying. Well, it is in your control, but it's in your subconscious, which is like subconscious is a mess. I think the scary thing about it for me is that you're the spooky thing in there. Exactly. Like yeah, you're the frightening thing. Yeah, you're you're the. And I can't escape that. I'm always around me. So like. Yeah. (laughs) Oh god! Yeah, 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 you're someone else's spooky story. Oh God! Case. Someone else is going to go. I was I was sat somewhere. Someone walked downstairs and screamed, and then scuttled up the stairs. You're someone else's horror story. Yeah, I'm the hero yeah. and the villain in my life. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh crikey! I'm I'm <laughs> never going to sleep again. I don't want to do that to people. <laughs> um, Kath, do you want to ask oh, yeah. your yeah? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, SpongeBob SquarePants. Billy Bob Thornton, Thorntons, brackets, chocolate, close brackets, shag, marry, kill. Based off that, I'm going to yeah. shag Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Down a couple of pints of blood right up my street. <laughs> All that iron. <laughs> Be a shame not to. <laughs> I, love that it's, I love that it's shag him, but it's not marry him because you're like, well, if Angelina didn't like him, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. get on with him, am I? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and I've only awesome. got... Well, exactly, and if I've only got so much blood, I, I couldn't keep that man satisfied for that long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I hope it is him that did that. Otherwise, what a wild, what a wild take on Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not him, I'm starting a rumor. <laughs> Good to tell everyone I see you today, right? <laughs> always, always interesting which ones people go in for first. Whether they go in for like. Because a lot of people, and it's actually quite scary, they go like, well, I'll kill such and such. And you're like, it's so scary how quickly people mm. go to kill. So I, I respect you for going to shag first. Well, I am going to kill Spongebob, though. So, and <laughs> that, Okay. Irrelevant to this game. <laughs> I've been waiting to say it. Just what like happens finally, when it Finally, you can get off yeah. the chest. <laughs> say it so, in the context that you need it. I don't think we usually uh, I don't think we usually ask this but how would you go about yeah, killing Spongebob 
I was just thinking that. Because I guess you, if you put a sponge in yeah. the wash, no, they'll just make it cleaner. Um, mm. I was going to say put it in the washing machine. <laughs> I'm going to clean that by a pair of scissors. <laughs> slip them into little bits. Good little <laughs> tiny bits. But then would that just be making more SpongeBob's, like gremlins? I don't know. Yeah, would each would each bit oh. be sort of what's the word sentient? Is that the correct word? Conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Or would it just yeah. be like, oh, there's a bit so. of his leg, there's a bit of his. Hmm. Wait, I, I guess crunch. once I murder him, I'll let you guys know where I. So it goes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep us posted. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that just leaves Mary the old um, chocolate. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've thought. You know it. It could be interpreted, you know, it could be married the chocolate, uh, specifically, or the chocolate, yeah. You could, you know, you know, interpret that in either way. Whatever way you, f you feel, I you, thought it meant whoever you feel you'd want to marry. Yeah, yeah, I think if you want to legit marry some chocolate, you, some, someone's tried to marry the Eiffel Tower, it, you can marry chocolate, I think. Yeah. And I Berlin will. Wall. Yeah. Berlin Wall. Yeah, someone tried to marry that. Did so, but did, didn't someone marry a car or something? I swear it's been put through. Yeah, someone might try to marry a car. Some lads definitely banged a car. I don't know where they marry. They've definitely oh. given it a go, though. Oh, God. <laughs> this sounds like it's me. <laughs> Some lads, no relation. Uh... Oh, definitely, defo giving it a good old go, mate. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Where would you put the ring? Over the uh, either it's either the exhaust or the, or the gear stick, isn't it? Are those the options? Mm. Now with the Thornton's chocolate, Anna, I don't, I don't mean to pry into your, you know, married life, but would it be every single one of every chocolate, every <laughs> single chocolate, or one specific chocolate? I think. The concept of Thornton's chocolate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that makes sense. Um, I have one final question, and it's uh, it's a tricky, tricky old beast. So apologies, but um, obviously, as you know, the council have uh, sort of said that we <laughs> are being too lenient with people to tell these stories <laughs> so uh, we're going to have to threaten you so if you, if we don't believe that your story is true which obviously I'm sure, I'm sure it is but if your story isn't true we're going to have to kill you yeah that's alright I, I... oh great <laughs> <laughs> great that's oh that is such a relief because when you said about like you don't want to answer the questions at the beginning it was like well how is she going to respond to the killing thing the, yeah, killing oh what a relief yeah. you got to do what you got to do and yeah that's fine yeah if, if I'm lying which you will soon find out I am not. It's a very, very true story that's been passed down wow. <laughs> through generation. Wow. One generation. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear oh, on my God. life is true. I think you're the first person to be like, not a problem. <laughs> my question is, is, well, is it a question? Would you like to die from, do you know the bit do you know, have you seen Aliens? The film Alien. Aliens? No. No, in general. In general? Wait. Alien, sorry, Alien. <laughs> the film. The film, not in general. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, oh, another question really quickly. Have you ever seen any aliens? Have you ever seen any <laughs> aliens at all? Anna? <laughs> we, <laughs> we have here um, a lovely farm. Wimbly Wombly. Still hope I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing that correctly. Wimbly Wombly farm. Uh, which I've never been to. I don't know about you, Kath, but I've never been to Wimbly Wombly farm. Uh, never been to this side of town, uh, Speak Town, really. Um, but it's nice to know that it's got a sort of ag- agricultural sector. Um, but we hear, Anna, that you have a hopefully true spooky story about this very location, and that's why you've invited us out here. Um, first question, does, does your story have a name? It does. <laughs> the tale of Wimbly Wombly Farm. <laughs> yeah, name's on the can. That's the perfect phrase. I love it. Solid. You know what you're getting. In a time far, far away, around three to four years ago, there lived a youngish woman who went by the name of Bronwyn Jones. Now, Bronwyn worked her days away at the Spooktown Soap Factory, wherein she was the chief sticker putter honour. Aye, she was the person who put on those little stickers you see on bars of soap that have the soap company logo and all that on. Now, Bronwyn was well known in the soap business for how well she put stickers on soap. She had the sleight of hand of a spider, the speed of a flea and the assertiveness of a hippo. She was going to put those stickers on those soaps and there was nothing going to stop her. Not today. However, the day this story takes place, Bronwyn actually did have a day off as it was a Thursday and she had always worked 9 to 5 on Monday to Wednesday. Always except sometimes when she worked Fridays. Usually on Thursdays, Bronwyn would spend her time catching up on cleaning and whatnot, but today she had a favour to do. Now, Bronwyn's grandparents were no longer with her. They hadn't died or anything, it was just they had retired and moved over to Magaluf in 2007, and Bronwyn refused, by principle, to get on a plane to visit, as she didn't believe in flying. Because how did planes even work? Makes no sense. Like she believed birds could fly because she's seen them at it. In none of the videos she'd seen of planes had she ever seen a plane's wings flap. So how were they even capable of staying in the air? Anyway, when they moved to Magaluf in 2007, Bronwyn's grandparents, Steve and Mabel, left behind them a farm, which they had previously nurtured for a good 30 years or so, Farm Wimbly Wombly was their pride and joy. It was an arable farm where they grew crops such as potatoes, strawberries and chickpeas. They also had animals on the farm, but they didn't eat them or anything. They just had the animals around because it's nice to have animals around, isn't it? Bronwyn's grandparents, Steve and Mabel, were like proper vegans, so like not even honey passed their lips because bees make honey, not humans. Steve's motto was, well, I'd be well annoyed if I made a sandwich and a cow stole it from me, so why would I steal a cow's milk? Proper sly, there. Anyway, Mabel, Steve and all the animals had a lovely time at Wimbly Wombly Farm, where they all walked towards old age together, hand in hoof. They would spend their days trotting about the farm together, and then at night, Mabel, Steve and all the animals would snuggle up gathering around the TV to watch their favourite soap operas such as West Enders and Coronation Road. 
Slowly but surely, the flock of animals at Wimbley Wombly Farm depleted as they all, one by one, passed away in their sleep due to old age, leaving behind just Mabel and Steve. The couple couldn't even watch soap operas anymore because it hurt too much. They missed hearing the cow's moo gasp whenever anything dramatic happened. So they moved on to watching reality TV, which is how they came across a programme called Sun, Sea and Suspicious Parents, a programme which showed young adults going on holiday to places like Magaluf, where they went and had a laugh in it. Mabel and Steve watched with glowing eyes and they thought, that's a bit of me there. So within a month, they packed all their stuff up and scuttled over to Magaluf, where they had a lovely time. Since then, different members of the Jones family took turns once a month to nip to Wimbley Wombly Farm to check that the house still looked alright in that, and that it hadn't just been eaten up completely by moths. This month was Bronwyn's turn to do the checkup. In the past, Bronwyn had gotten away with not being put on the farm checkup duty because whenever someone would ask her if she would do it, she would distract them by pretending she needed to sneeze and she wouldn't stop until the person asking had walked away. However, her uncle Dave cottoned on to this and tricked her by writing the word yes on a sheet of paper and asking Bronwyn to read it out loud. And just before she went to read out the yes, Uncle Dave quickly slid in with, Will you check in on the farm this Thursday? And of course, Bronwyn then accidentally read out the yes. So that was that. So there Bronwyn was, a Wimbley Wombly farm. She looked around, and to be fair, it hadn't changed much in this time. There were still windows and doors and all the stuff in between, like walls. Bronwyn let herself into the house, and as she did, instead of creaking, the door made a quacking noise. Strange that, Bronwyn said to herself, although with every step she took, the floorboards would make a mysterious oinking noise. Each step was an oink, oink, oink. Bronwyn went to herself, that's weird that. But to be fair, she lived in a house that exclusively had carpets, so she wasn't dead sure if it was normal or not for floorboards to make oinking noises, so she carried on as she was. By now, Bronwyn was utterly parched, so she trotted into the kitchen to make herself a cup of tea. Because on the way to the farm, she had nipped to the shop to get some tea bags of milk and that, alright? So she filled the kettle with water, then put it on the stove because they had one of them old kettles. As she waited for the water to heat up, Bronwyn walked into the living room and flicked on the TV. There was one of them antique auctioning programmes on, but what was strange was that however loud Bronwyn turned the TV up, it sounded like the people on the TV were barring at each other, like sheep. Like imagine an auctioneer, right? But instead of the normal going once, going twice, sold, it was ba 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 ba. That's not normal, that Bronwyn said to herself. But she put it down to the fact that the TV was old and the speakers were probably full of dusts and moths. Then, out of nowhere, there was a massive booing noise that sounded like it was coming from the kitchen. Bronwyn now was terrified. Had someone broken into her grandparents' house? And if so, why were they booing at her? What had she done to displease them? 
So she tiptoed into the kitchen, each floorboard going oink, oink, oink. She opened the kitchen door, which quacked at her, and poked her head round to see. But no one was there. In fact, what she was hearing was not an audience booing her, but was in fact a mooing noise, like a cow mooing. And it was coming from the kettle. Nah, that's a bit out of the ordinary, Bronwyn said to herself. But she had an electric kettle at home, so she wasn't sure if it was normal for one of those stove-top kettles to moo, so she chilled out a bit then. That was until the fridge door flung open by itself, making a quacking noise as it did because a fridge door is still a door at the end of the day. And out of the fridge flew a pot of jam, which opened itself. And as it opens itself, the lid makes like a quacking noise because lids are like doors, aren't they? Then the cutlery drawer flung open, also making a quacking noise because in a way, drawers are doors too. Like they open and shut and all that, so if a drawer is not a door, they're at least very closely related, alright? Anyway, out of the cutlery drawer flew a butter knife. This knife didn't make any noise, because knives tend to be quite quiet, don't they? But what it did do was dip itself into the pot of jam, and then took itself over to the kitchen wall, where it started writing a message. What's all this then? Bronwyn said to herself. The butter knife had lovely handwriting, but because the message was written in jam, Bronwyn hadn't foggiest what was written. In fact, Bronwyn said that to the butter knife. She went, you've got lovely handwriting, mind, but because you've written it in jam, I haven't the foggiest what you've written. The butter knife sighed and then floated into the fridge before floating back out alongside a bottle of ketchup. The bottle of ketchup went up to the wall and went over the writing, and in fact, in one bit corrected the butter knife spelling. However, instead of making a squelchy noise as it squeezed the ketchup and wrote on the wall, the ketchup bottle made a neighing noise, like a horse. How peculiar Bronwyn went to herself, but to be fair right, she had always preferred her food dry and horrible, so wasn't dead familiar with what ketchup bottles sounded like, so who knows, maybe ketchup bottles do neigh like horses, she thought. Anyway, so the ketchup bottle finished writing what had to be written and stepped back, as much as a possessed ketchup bottle that is floating in the air can step back. Bronwyn read the message out loud, and it said, in very lovely handwriting, Please can you go away? So Bronwyn packed her stuff up and away she went. The end. Hello, I'm Jessica Fosterkew, comedian and host of the Hoovering podcast. I'm interrupting your lovely time, sorry, to let you know that my brand new show, Wench, is going on tour, starting with the Edinburgh Festival. Then it's going all around the whole place, probably to your house. Not like right into your house, but like to near to your house. It's quite a sexy show, but it's not, it's not a creepy show. Anyway, do you want to just get your tickets now? Yeah, go to littlewonder.co.uk. Thanks. See you there. <laughs> Quick ending. Yeah, Broadway needed knew what she needed to do. Yeah, yeah. you know, to yeah. Fair, if if a ketchup bottle sound needs to get out, you get out, don't you? That's what I've always stood by, Kathy. Exactly. Yeah.
If it was mayonnaise, I might have considered staying. Ketchup. You <laughs> ketchup, you don't mess around with, do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ke- ketchup's no. the police officer, mayonnaise is the um, community support officer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want a flag, right? The, the Bronwen is happy to excuse all this mad shit that's going on in, in this farm here but does not believe in airplanes it's just like absolutely not for airplanes but like oh maybe ketchup's nay who knows airplanes how's that up there i don't believe in the science i weirdly with this with this story so obviously i thoroughly enjoyed it i love a good spook i head headline is of course i don't believe it <laughs> but it's all true but i couldn't <laughs> I couldn't pick a single part of it that I didn't actually believe. Really nice, Ed. Really nice. Should should we should we, Kath, should we go and have a look in and see if any noises are made or if there's anything I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we should just, Yeah, so if you want to just hang out here, Anna, just keep your keep your toes grounded. Well no, I think I think I think Anna I think Anna you come in with us. Oh do you reckon? And every if there's if there's no noises happening, we can look at you and sort of be like, Well, there's no noises happening. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather be able to look back at Anna and be like there's nothing happening. Or okay. Be like, oh my god, it's happening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So should we should we walk through? Do you okay. want to lead the way, Anna? Yeah. So to, so so here's a door. Um, I'm just going to use my hand to open it, uh-huh. and it might make a noise. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Quack. <laughs> what oh. was that? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there, Anna. I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask this once. <laughs> Did you just say quack? Um, I, I don't, don't think I did. I feel like, but I didn't, maybe no. Okay, was uh, that me? No, no. no I've, I've never quacked. No, that's fine. I believe you. I'm yeah, just, if I'm you don't, if you, if you don't think you did, then yeah, we, we believe you. We believe you. That's it, it. That's what I said. It's weird that your mouth moved when I, I, I was watching your mouth. I'll be honest, I was watching your mouth. And it, I didn't see any of that. Oh, I okay. Any of that. okay. I, I was yawning. Sorry, at the same time. Um. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't realise we were keeping you, Anna. Um, let's let's proceed through to the kitchen. I gosh, the animals sound um, really really similar to each other. It's really unusual. I think the weirdest thing for me, Kath, is that the animals are saying the words instead of making they're the noise. Not, they're not making the noises; yeah. they're saying. Yeah. That to me is outstanding. What a farm! <laughs> what a strange, farm! Strange, isn't it? <laughs> it's really strange, Anna. It's really strange. Did anyone see any ketchup and jam stains? Or oh yeah, there. Oh yeah. Look, yeah. In in jam and then ketchup, it does. What was it? I can't quite. I can't quite make it out, Anna. Uh, can you make it out? Please, can you go away? Please, can you go away? Very polite. Yes, it does say that. You're right. You did say that this happened four years four years ago, and that's fresh ketchup. That's like, I've I've put a lot of ketchup on a lot of walls in my time, and I know for a fact that that's that's fresh ketchup. That's today ketchup, and we we did turn up here, and you were waiting outside, so it's just a bit. I'm just not necessarily collecting any darts. I'm just saying it's a bit weird that it's it seems so fresh. Yeah, it was unusual that. Well, I I, I don't know what you're insinuating. But I would never, never in my days have I written on a wall with ketchup. Mayonnaise! Many a day. Interesting. Because I wasn't insinuating anything, but now that you've defended yourself against nothing, you know, nothing you've just suddenly 
defended yourself then it's which weird well with with what ed is uh, potentially insinuating here i mean admittedly i didn't insinuate shit i didn't insinuate shit i'm just i'm going to say so in your defense anna you know ketchup keeps uh, so you know, is it fresh? Is it you know, it does stay in that bottle for a long time. Why are there ketchup footprints in the kitchen then? Why has that happened? Talk me through it. <laughs> Merely a coincidence. And they're nowhere near my size feet. Look, they're tiny footprints, tiny, almost like hooves. Sherlock fucking Hughes. Oh my god. We don't know what's going on under your feet. You like you said, you walk from Preston. They might have sort of formed weird shapes up down there. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> to Maybe be callous. Kath, that was uh. That was a really good point, but I'm going to have to go back to the ketchup just for a second. It keeps in the bottle, but have you ever used a glass bottle of ketchup? Uh, I don't think I have, actually. I think I've only right, had well, plastic ones. There's, like, fucking horrible, like, deep maroon and black and crusty around the top where it's not oh. protected by the environment of the bottle. It doesn't keep It doesn't keep well outside the bottle at all. Okay. Okay. Fair. So that just is. Just want everyone to know that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you made your point. So that is that is fresh ketchup on the wall. She's <laughs> really passionate about ketchup. <laughs> okay. Well, Ed, have we um, witnessed enough here to go and have a little chat about whether we believe this is going into Spooktown law? Yes, I just want to hear Anna's thoughts on ketchup. So, I am a big fan. I've been known to put ketchup in all the meals. Um, it started when I was younger I used to get like Sunday dinners and then mix it all up together and then put ketchup on it and it would just be like this pink blob and I haven't really looked back since but in the last five years I have added mayonnaise to the roster that mix it, mixing up your Sunday roast into a pink paste with ketchup in it is the worst thing <laughs> you've said today <laughs> you've said a lot of things you've said a lot of things you've said yeah. a lot of yeah. stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't care for that, and I wish I hadn't asked you about ketchup. <laughs> it was lovely. But thank you for answering. Okay, Cass, should we go in them? Um, should we go and have a, a yeah? Should we have a chat? Okay, you you just wait here then, Anna. We're yeah. just going to go have a little chat, little little chat. Well, it's. I believe that that, that everyone in this story exists. Um. But I think Anna was making those noises when we walked in. And I think that Anna did the ketchup and that's what's on her feet. I think genuinely your your Sherlocking of the ketchup on the feet is and I've known you for fifteen years. Yeah, maybe. It's the best thing you've ever done. It's amazing. Thanks, and you've done a lot of great stuff. Thanks, Ed. That's that's kind. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's that it's that. I think just off the basis of that, we can't we can't, we can't put it in a in a we can't put a plaque by someone saw this on Facebook. Uh, if you go in the house, it might not oink today. Uh, weirdly, it's only if Anna's there and she might yawn near you, and that's when the door might quack. We can't. Yeah. Like, I loved the story. It'd be a funny plaque, but it wouldn't be a right. It'd plaque. be a really funny plaque. Yeah. But it wouldn't be I just uh, think that factual. Yeah. It's a shame because as a person, as a person, she's great. Oh, I. Lo- but as a liar, she's she's real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved the story. I really enjoyed it, and I loved hanging out with Anna. Loved all that. Yeah. But I do think we're gonna have to. Um, I've forgotten what the the death was. Oh yeah, burst she's out. Gonna of burst out of my chest. Your chest. Yeah. Okay. So we're just gonna have to arrange yeah. that. But she seemed. You know what? She seemed really happy about it. So I think she'll really enjoy that. So I think um, 
I don't believe her. I think best case scenario, she's been tricked by a bot online, like a lot of American voters. Uh, worst case scenario, she's just out and out lying to as well. Um, I'd like to think it's the bot. So let's go. Let's go tell her. Tell her the. Let's go tell her the good news. Okay. Okay. It's definitely. It's definitely your turn. To start. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey Anna. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, Hi, Anna. Hey, yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> oh my God, what happened while we were Been gone? Been drinking a gallon of milk, have you? <laughs> Just finishing off your yop, Anna. Yop, have you? <laughs> it's thirsty work, all right. I've walked all the way from Preston. Well, we we had a we had a little chat. Um, a lovely we had chat, a lovely yeah. chat, and we just wanted to sort of straight off the bat. Absolutely loved hanging out. Loved loved your company. Loved the story. Yeah. However, uh, we do believe that you have bullshitted us. And I you're usually, a Billy Bob bullshitter, mate. You're a Billy Bob bullshitter, yeah. Um, and I say I bullshit because that feels relevant to the story. Um, although there weren't any balls involved, but yeah, it feels relevant. And I feel like you're going to have to climb on inside Ed uh, and burst out of his chest to death. I do feel that's... That's the way this is going to go today. But it's been lovely, and I hope you've had a nice time. It's been lovely. Oh, well, thank you for having me. And you know what? If if I've got to burst out of a chest today, there's worse things to happen. You're so welcome. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love your attitude. I love your positivity. <laughs> got to deal with the lemons you're given. Okay, well, uh, see, see you sooner rather than later, Anna. See thank you. Later. Yeah, thanks, Anna. Thank you. I'll call the medics, Ed, so you'll be safe. Ta-ra! See you later. That was nice. Kath, can I stop you there? That was nice, though. That was nice, yeah. That was nice. Oh, phew. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Where are we going now? We, oh, I'm I'm, um, popping off to see Martin Clunes. Uh, You know the vape shop? Yeah, the vape shop, because he said that the men were never actually behaving badly and it was all the fault of ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to rewatch it together. I think he's just lonely, really? to be honest. But loneliness is the scariest ghost of all. So, oh, either way. Speaking of loneliness, can I come with? It is men behaving badly is the only issue. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. If it was women behaving badly, Kath, you'd still have to watch it on your own. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if it was women behaving badly, Kath, you would also still have to watch it on your own, which is a shame. People behaving badly. Yeah. Now that's a show I could get behind. Anyway, I'm off to see Martin Clunes. Have a lovely night in. Thanks, Ed. Thank Have you. a nice time. This has been a Little Wonder production. Music from Rotary Valley. Logo artwork from Suze Hughes. Voice by Melanie Waters. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Widdicombe and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and I Wish I Was an Only Child. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.